0: day here in London town and I'm joined by, now let's get this right from the start, (laughs) Ema Magoon.
1: Yeah, that's pretty close, yeah.
0: So how is it actually?
1: Um, Ema Magoon, but I mean in an Irish accent that's going to be a lot easier to say than in an English accent, so you did really well. Ema Magoon.
0: Now Ema is an exponent of the Irish flute but is also a classically trained flute player, so... For us as a a flute company, it's really interesting speaking to uh, players and artists that also specialise in other genres. So, Ima, tell us a little bit about yourself, when you started and when you then began to understand that there was another influence, which is the Irish flute playing.
1: Okay. So, I started the classical flute when I was seven, um, and it was a couple of years later that I was introduced to Irish music. My well my parents they were not musicians but they enjoyed Irish music and brought us to an Irish music festival and me and my sister and brother all started learning um an instrument each my brother plays banjo my sister plays fiddle and I started on the well tin whistle and then moved on to the Irish flute so that was about nine um so yeah kind of went from there and then I basically play I would say both equally um uh, in different concerts and mixed the two together for some other things and um yeah basically play both.
0: There's a very sort of long traditional uh, culture in Ireland. Are you, you're from the north of Ireland, aren't you?
1: Yes, I'm from the north of Ireland, but my mum is from Monaghan, which is on the, the south of Ireland. Um, she's just across the border. Um, her her uh, grandfather played the Irish fiddle, and um, so she was brought up with her um, with the Irish music and, and loved it a lot. But she never played herself. But um, yeah, yeah, there's definitely a strong tradition. So there was
0: music going through the household at an early age.
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. My mum had all the different cds and stuff and um, that she would have had on that we would have grown up with so yeah definitely and um, we would have kind of it would have it was very much a family thing that we did as a, a together like we even used to go to the Irish pub sessions and play um, together my mom and dad would listen and basically get their free drink <laughs> while we played and we used to drive all sorts of places to um to play Irish music and yeah it was a very sociable thing as well and it great to do that as a family as well I guess
0: so, are you full-time Irish flute player now, or do you mix Irish playing with classical
1: playing? I would say I am a full-time flautist musician, I would say. I, I find it difficult to um, say one or the other, because... Um, I mean I do a lot of classical concerts, um, sort of concertos and recitals and chamber stuff Um, but then on the other side I do a lot of Irish flute playing, I play in a band, I play in different groups, I do lots of recording sessions, Um, obviously I'm doing um, an album myself Um, and then I started over, maybe about four or five years ago. Started mixing the two together. So I do a lot of recitals, um, where I also do Irish flute in the se- afterwards in the recital. I sometimes play pieces that mix the both together, and yeah, over the years I'm kind of find myself bring them together more and more.
0: So you've just touched on it, your album that you're working on now. Can you tell me a bit about it and the inspiration
1: behind it? So the album started with a a producer I met. He did some Irish flute on a Celtic track, a Chile album in America that he um, was doing. And it was basically just a recording session. I just came in and did one track for him. And when when we did it together, he was really interested in collaborating and doing an album uh, of... Just a solo Irish Street album but he wanted it to be a bit more sort of well I would I, I like to say well I use the word crossover but um, it's kind of difficult to describe and um, I would say the arrangements were all they're all traditional Irish arrangements apart from one or two that I've composed they are traditional pieces traditional Irish pieces but the, my producer's actually um, from a different background than me and um, he does lots of different types of things but um, I would say it's sort of like almost like slightly film music or some orchestral scores as well. But yeah, it's, it's very much so across the album. but it's mostly on Irish flute, but there's also one track on um, alto flute. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard to describe. <laughs> Obviously on
0: the mainland UK, we've been aware of Irish music, and I hate to say it, possibly since Riverdance all those years ago. What do you put popularity of Irish music down to?
1: Well, I mean, I loved Riverdance a lot. I, I actually... Irish dancing I did Irish dancing since I was two and I'm um, doing it in one of the projects I do a show um, where I play classical music Irish music and with some tap dancers and jugglers and all sorts of percussion and I do a bit of Irish dancing and that so I've always loved Irish dancing and I would have went to see Riverdance and Lord of the Dance when I was younger and definitely they were a huge um, part of uh, you know making it worldwide and getting a lot of people interested in Irish music also I would say the Chieftains were quite a big influence in the Irish music scene. Um, uh, Matt Malloy who's the flute player for them he was one of my favourite flute players growing up I actually weirdly thought he was called Mop for like years and years and years <laughs> MOP because everyone always said Matt Malloy Matt Malloy and said it so quickly I just knew him as Mop Malloy and then one day I think I said to my parents I was like oh blah 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 Mop is going to be there and then uh, they were like who? and I was like Mop Malloy and they are like "Uh." That and they're like, it's not <laughs> so anyway, uh, that was quite. But going back to this to the answer, there, um, yeah, I definitely think, uh, the chieftains and river dance were a huge influence in bringing the Irish music, you know, worldwide, and rightly so. They were, I, I enjoyed all of them immensely, so it's great.
0: Well, a lot of flute players I speak to say that when you hear Irish mu- music played slowly, there seems to be an unfolding of a story, and it becomes sort of an, an emotional, um, roller coaster, you yeah, go on a journey. And then when you hear Irish flute music played fast on a whistle... It's
1: really happy. It's happy. (laughs) And there's no
0: middle point. I
1: completely agree with you. I've had many conversations with people about this, and it's so bizarre because it does it's very extreme you have the slow airs that literally want to tear your heart out like just so sad and you kind of think is there some something to do with the history of Ireland in there because you know obviously they went through a lot of terrible times including say the famine mm-hmm. things like that so you know you do think you know there must be a lot of that sort of grief and emotion poured into the slow airs and the slow tunes and then the other side is exactly what you say I guess you look at Irish people in a pub and they're all so happy and jolly drinking their Guinness and having loads of crack and fun so maybe that's where all the fast tunes come in but you're right, there never seems to be anything in between the two. It's just like one extreme or the other. And sometimes I find myself like I'm similar as a person. I always <laughs> seem to be one extreme or the other. And I love playing really fast tunes. or are really, 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 really sad ones. And in between, I get a bit bored. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, not quite sure what the real answer is. But I have definitely tried to understand that myself. But, yeah, it's interesting anyway.
0: So for classical players that are listening to, to this podcast, what advice would you give them on... The first stages of actually learning the process of Irish flute playing?
1: Um, I think. It'd be good uh, to get maybe a tin whistle. You know, if you get a penny whistle, they're not too expensive. Um, I remember
0: Jimmy having one of those years ago, James Galway. and yes, uh, yeah. that was the, my first experience of a penny whistle. And I, I remember going out and buying one, but not knowing what to do.
1: Yeah, well, um, funnily enough, he, he was my inspiration with the classical flute. I started um, whenever I heard him playing classical flute. But um, Irish flute, the tin whistle, I started on a. a it's called a generation um, whistle. Uh, they're only about three pounds. I think you can get them in all flutes plus upstairs actually. <laughs> Um, and uh, I had a blue top whistle and um, you just try a few test a few out and um, they're just great for starting with um, and you know just simple they've got the six holes and um, a great way to start otherwise on the classical flute you can still play Irish music I actually started on classical well I started on classical flute because I didn't own an Irish flute so I played, mm-hmm. I started on 2 whistle, and then played a few tunes on classical flute and then moved on to Irish flute so it is possible to play on classical flute as well just a little bit more restrictive but I would say start by listening to as much Irish music as you can so you get it into your, your ear exactly this dial because as I said, um, I was saying earlier, it's really difficult to read music and um, notate Irish music onto paper so um, it's never written exactly how you hear it so it's a good sort of guide but I think definitely if you can look at the music but find a recording of it at the same time so you can have the notes in front of you but the rhythm on the tape.
0: So it's very pattern-based, like jazz.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, There's definitely some sort of, like you said, there's a swing in jazz. There's definitely something, like, I can't quite describe the rhythm, but it's a lot of sort of dotted rhythms that you can't properly notate. But, um, yeah, it's more of a feel. So listen to a lot of Irish music, I think, is the best thing to do.
0: Thank you. And you're going to play us out with a faster piece, oh, Ema. Yeah. What are you going to
1: play I'm going first? to play a reel. Uh, it's called Carmel Mahani Mulherd, and I'll play it on the penny whistle.
0: Ema, thank you very much for your time. Thank oh, you. thank you. fast your fingers were moving (laughs) there.